<laughs> well, hello, everybody. And as promised, we are back for another episode of Father Knows Something. This week, we have Justin. And Jetlag Jerry. And Jetlag Jerry, even <laughs> though we've been shooting these things. Uh, yeah, I actually uh, just took a nice, wonderful little shower, and I actually thought I would get dressed and just walk in here, and I passed out. So, Did you fall asleep in the shower? Uh, no, no, no. I actually waited to trip myself out of the shower and then pass out <laughs> and fall asleep. Okay. All right, so what do we got? Well, we are going into... We have a theme? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe not. Maybe, baby. Mama Drama Part 2. Mama Drama? Yeah. Oh, I love Mama Dramas. Part 2. Yeah. That's all I got. We're just going to get right into it. Let's pretend I have a golf, uh, one of those things called a club. A club. What's that? Why? I just teed off. Oh, okay. So we're going. We're going. We're rolling. I'm going to start by just letting everyone know that uh, I think it's like in a week. I don't know the exact date. Maybe you do. The live show. The live show. Two live shows. Well, we actually have the, uh, we have groups, we have group therapy. Group therapy is coming. Group therapy, you guys, for the long ones, you should think about calling for group therapy. We can yep. go live. Everyone can hear. We can all talk openly. That's right. It'll be a lot of fun. So, but remember, you have to do, uh, sign up for Patreon to do it. That's right. And uh, we have a live show coming up on. Two Outtakes live show on, well, there's an in-person one in LA on December 2nd. That's a Friday. And then a virtual one on Moment House on Sunday the 4th. Okay. So with all that said, now you're back. Okay. Number one. Hi, Jerry, Justin, and Morgan. This post is going to be super long, and I'm sorry in advance. I'm in dire need of some advice because I honestly have nowhere to turn at this point. You want a seatbelt for old time's sake? Haven't uh, done oh, it Oh, this is, this is a buckle in? I think it could be. It's pretty oh, wild. Wait a minute. Here we go. And the other shoulder yep. harness. Oh, yep. Oh, I'm locked in. Feel good? Oh, yeah. Feel safe? I feel safe. I'm not going to be able to <laughs> turn out of this thing. Okay. I'll cut right to the chase. Okay. My stepmom and I have never, ever gotten along. She's always been a major bitch to me, and I've treated her the same. Recently, we went to go see my grandparents, who live all the way across the country. I'm from the U.S., by the way. While visiting my grandparents, I was at a bookstore with my dad, my stepmom, my brother, my aunt, and my grandma. Well, I was standing next to my dad when all of a sudden I hear really gross sounding kissing noises. And I kid you not, this girl had her tongue shoved down my dad's throat and I was disgusted. So naturally, I said, ew, gross. Yeah, she didn't like that very much and proceeded to storm out of the bookstore and throw a fit. After we got back to my grandparents' house, she charged at me, pointed her finger in my face, and started yelling at me, saying I don't have the right to comment on where slash how her and my dad kiss. She yelled at me in front of my grandpa, and that made me incredibly pissed, so I just walked away from her and told her to leave me alone. Fast forward to the end of the visit, and when we get back home, guess what? I got COVID, which meant I got to stay with my dad and his wife for another five days. During those five days, my stepmom and I were civil to each other, but today was her breaking point. She asked my dad, when was I going back to my mom's? And I told her the next day. She told me she would prefer if I left today. 
My dad looked at her and looked at me with a what the fuck kind of face. So I got up, texted my mom to come pick me up, and I was standing by the front door. My stepmom then proceeds to run her mouth saying that I'm disrespectful and that I was supposed to leave yesterday, but my dad never told me I had to leave. So I went up to her and asked, what the fuck is your problem with me? And she proceeds to yell at me, telling me how disrespectful I am, that I'm immature and I should be acting my age, and that she was so incredibly hurt by the comment I made about her and my dad kissing. I was shaking with anger and I couldn't hold back, so I started screaming at her, telling her that all my life she has been nothing but rude and petty to me, that I don't know why she doesn't like me, and that her and my dad sucking each other's faces was disgusting. She then threatened to smack me if I didn't shut my mouth and told me I was no longer welcomed at her house, even though my dad pays the bills and the mortgage and her name isn't even on the house. After that is when my dad stepped in and yelled at her to calm down. My older brother and I grabbed my things and my dad came outside with me and I just started sobbing. I don't know what to do anymore, Jerry. I'm so lost. I don't want to lose my dad, but I refuse to talk to her ever again. Well, I don't think you're going to lose your dad. I think your dad is is in a tough position. And unfortunately, he got in that position when he married this woman, period. How old, how old is this writer? 19. You got a long life ahead of you. <laughs> and you're going to have to, I, I, it's really interesting. Disrespect is, is an interesting conversation because some people don't believe they're being disrespectful to somebody when in fact they are really being disrespectful. Yeah. And it goes both ways. I, 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 there are people that, and I'm a very, you know, tolerant individual, but there are a few people that I know in my life that I would choose not to have in my life that are very, very disrespectful. And I got to tell you, it's tough for me to get over it. Yeah. It really is. And I, and you know, I'm the kind of person that would open the door for anybody and never allow a heavy, you know, those doors, they have the, you know, the door closers on them. Oh, like the slow close? Yeah, like a slow close, a door closer. You, know, you, you open the door and, the, and then there's an arm on the top that yeah. keeps it from slamming. Yeah. Sometimes those arms don't work well and that door is, the spring is, that, <laughs> that door is a heavy, noisy door. Yeah. And I will tell you that I'm the kind of guy where that would hold the door open for a stranger and anyone that would be coming through that door, I would never allow that door to, to slam door and hurt them. But there's a few people that are so disrespectful to me that when they come through a door and I'm there, trust me, I pretend they're not there and I walk out and I just let the door slam. And if it hits them in the back of their ass, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because they've earned that, that, that treatment because they disregard me. Yeah. And so I feel I'm transparent to them and and it's wrong. It is absolutely wrong to, you know, to 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 treat people that way even if they're absolute assholes. Yeah. You're supposed to at least look you know hold yourself higher and be better. Sometimes I I fail at that. And there's a there's a couple of people in the world that I, that has failed. So 
you got to go back to yourself and say, what happened to make this relationship so toxic? Now, look, she has issues because you were 19 years old. I don't know how many years you've been in the, in, in their life. You were 14. You could have been 15. Just generally, kids are tough at this age, especially with a step-parent. Yes. I went through it. I, I, I didn't have this issue with, with Morgan and Taylor because I raised them from babies. But, you know, their older brother, he was five. And I never tried to be a father figure to him. I tried to be a male figure to him. Yeah. And I had a tough time with him until he was one day at 20 years old, miraculously something changed. You know, evidently I finally figured something out, how, how to communicate with him because all of a sudden we were communicating. Yeah. He turned and said, I appreciate some of the stuff that you would always be there. And, you know, I was a, you know, I did cause you a lot of issue. <laughs> I was a problem. But until that day, it was tough. Yeah. And, and I had all the patience in the world. But, you know, who knows what's going on with this woman? Yeah. So um, their ideal outcome, I just want to be civil enough with my stepmom to the point where I don't mind standing in the same room as her. How do I talk to her when there is nothing to talk about? And I do realize now that I did overreact with my gesture, but I still found the whole situation gross. Mm -hmm. My dad is 51. Mm -hmm. Stepmom's 53. I'm 19. My dad has always chosen my stepmom's side over mine countless times. So it's not like I can just walk up to him and tell him that I never want to be near her again. My stepmom can also be very manipulative and toxic. So I sent my dad a text telling him to please not cut me out of his life. He told me he's not, but he wants us to talk. So, I mean, how do you get through I, I think to in, him? In this case, you are dealing with a person that you guys obviously have some conflict. It's, it's real. It, it's tough to unbury it. But maybe you guys can, as you're now getting older, uh, you can maybe disarm some of this hostility in her with a conversation. And before your dad gets involved, because this isn't about between your dad and, and you and her, this is really this, your problem between you and her. Mm -hmm. And I think at, on this conversation, you can say, look, I want to try to figure this out and have and get a clean slate because we can't go on this way. And I may have, and, and you're going to have to self-reflect this on your own first. You're going to first have to come to terms did you, in fact, have behaviors earlier that she could have thought that was disrespectful to her or disrespectful to her, to your dad? And she is like, you know, protector of your dad. So she has to go stick her face into it. It didn't belong because it was really a relationship with you and your dad. And you may have been rebelling because of the divorce. Who knows all this shit that goes on? Yeah. But you got to reflect on all that and say, look, just for fun, assume that this is going on and just say, I'm going to try to do better in growing up and being respectful of you and dad. And I hope that you can also cut me some slack and maybe we can learn to appreciate one another. Yeah. You can only try that because you can't go on this way 
and have a and have a healthy relationship until you get this stuff put away. And yeah. once you do put it away, maybe she will realize what a great person you are and 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 that you are growing up. Right. There could be like that flip that you experienced. Absolutely. And and I was the asshole in Matthew's book. Trust me. I wasn't an asshole. I was <laughs> There, there was no me not being an asshole in his mind because I was in, I, I came into his mother's life. And basically at that time, at that age, he didn't need another man in his mom's life. Right. And so his thing was to, to set this thing going on. I mean, it was, it was horrible, but it worked out. Yeah. And, I don't know if she's understanding. It doesn't sound like she's very understanding because her maturity level to go, you know, shove her tongue down her, you know, her lover's throat at that time when everybody else is a witness. What's she trying to prove? Uh, yeah, feels feels intentional. Yeah, I mean that was all uncalled for, but needless to say, she did it for whatever her whatever her reasons. I mean it's. It, it it's self-explanatory on some of her behavior. So uh, don't think I think she's a you know you know this wonderful sweet princess. She's she's the pain in the ass anyways. Right. Right. You know, I don't know what she's trying to prove in front of everybody. Well, I mean, I think that's a great way to approach it. If you if your ideal outcome is you just want to be civil enough to the point where you don't mind standing in the same room, that's a good way to get there. You don't have to be buddy buddy. You don't have to have a relationship, a close relationship. And it you can can't... just be like casual. Right. And then you still have the vibe with your dad. But you can't you can't be a critic of her because it's not going to work, at least right now, not yet. You know, you're gonna have to go through with a humble pie thing and just say, look, you know, I was 16, I was 14, I'm 18, and I had no right to flip you off. And that was disrespectful. And for that, I am sorry. And that's a great beginning because you got to find the items that you know you've done that you can say, I have done this. I have done that. And I apologize. And I will make, make it my, my goal as I'm growing to not have that behavior, to really be a lady. It's tough to do. It's a tough one. But, but I think that, it will be interesting what I'm interested in seeing. What is her behavior when you do that? Because if she just blows it off and says, ha, whatever, then what? you know, then, like, then it's like. You did, you, you did, and you don't, if she does, let's, 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 yeah. let's play it out. I just said that to you and you just blew it off on me. I am not going to react and become antagonistic to you because I did it. I'm just going to just ex yep. accept her behavior and I'm going to turn around and just say, well, I tried. You're right. And walk away. Yep. This is on you. And, but no, don't say, what a bitch. Right. You know, fuck you and do it again. Yeah. That, that's, that's where you have to have elegance, elegance. We're back to elegance <laughs> and hold yourself in a higher position. Yeah. Because if the idiots that I that I slammed that I let I didn't slam I let the door slam on, with their hands full, carrying the thing and the door hitting them in the ass, if they would actually say you know something, we I have had misbehavior, and I I've, I have been disrespectful to you and I apologize, I probably would open the door enough 
to see if it's real and if, if it continues. Yeah. But because they're, they, they're, their disrespect is rampant and continuing and they have a two-faced thing about it. Yep. You know, they look at me sometimes and they try to pretend there's nothing going on and they, you know, give you this, you know, fake smile and hi. It's like, sorry, that doesn't work. Yeah. It takes more than that. So consider all these little uh, thoughts and see how you can apply it for yourself with her. And maybe you guys can get, get by this and move forward because obviously you're going to be in each other's lives for the, for years to come because your dad didn't bite the tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found that funny. It is funny that he didn't bite the tongue when it yeah, slammed down yeah, his throat. He accepted it. It's good. So, uh, so she's, she's hanging around. Another one for the dad joke category. There we go. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Hey, Jerry, Justin, Morgan, and Holly. And she comes back tomorrow night. She does? Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you miss her? I miss her a lot. I haven't seen her in three weeks. Right. You never talked about the socks. Oh, these are just, I don't even know which ones these are. What are well, they it's, it's festive. They got pie. They got pie. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And what what is this Friday or Thursday? This is the Tuesday after. Oh, well, this is for last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old, old leftover pie. Right. Okay. I've listened to both shows for a while, and you guys all have been a saving grace in some of the hardest times of my life. On to the issue. I know it'll probably be rambling, so I'm sorry in advance for that. My husband, 24, and myself, 22 female, are having recent marital issues. We took our honeymoon four months after our wedding, but before we left, I had an altercation with my mother-in-law. My husband has always talked about his rocky relationship with his parents, and she had recently been telling everyone she was paying our bills and paying slash paid for everything he owned. Not only were all these things untrue, but she was saying them at very inappropriate times. For example, my child's birthday party or a local event in front of his friends and family or our engagement party. For whatever reason, I think at some point my husband got food poisoning, so I brought him to the hospital to get treated. And when his mom showed up, she asked the night's events that had led up to this moment. And when I mentioned we had smoked pot, perfectly legal in our state. She started mumbling under her breath how irresponsible we were and how her son was stupid and I was just so fed up. I walked out and as she followed, I yelled at her about all the things she had been saying about him and how I was no longer allowing or listening to the constant disrespect towards her son and my husband. Since then, my husband and I have been off and while I've apologized to her, she invalidated my apology to my husband and told me it was so fake, so she has yet to speak to me. She'll text my husband to see our child, and while I never said she couldn't see him, I wasn't going to let him be with someone who had a problem communicating with me. He's still young, and I'm such a worrier. I hate how this has gotten to this, but I'm just so upset. All of this to preface the current issue at hand. My husband and I agreed after our honeymoon we would start trying for a child, which would be my second and his first biological. Mm -hmm. Since we agreed to that, he hasn't wanted to touch me, and our communication has been off. I've tried talking to him about what's going on, and if he wants to wait, 
which he refuses because he said he does want to try and does want a kid. So while he was at work today and I wasn't, I had such a weak moment. Parentheses, I've been cheated on in the past by a toxic ex and I just keep getting a feeling something's off and maybe that's it. So I looked through his Apple Watch. There weren't any incriminating messages until I scrolled past his mom's messages. I know I invaded his privacy with his mom, but now that I've gone through the messages with her, I'm so disgusted and cannot be around him. She is blaming the way I've acted on my traumas, all of which I've never told her about. I just never felt I could trust her, so I haven't gotten into the details of my childhood or anything about my past relationships with her. So apparently my husband has told her all about all of these things, and I feel violated. He knows how hard it is to talk to anyone about these things, so for him to tell her and then in their messages see her using them to show how shitty of a person I am makes me feel so broken. She talks about how I'm a bad parent or how she had to defend me to her family because apparently her husband never liked me. She then goes on to say he needs to stop talking to me about his issues with his family because I'll just blow up and go insane. She ends all of this by saying, I just look like a bitch and that pisses her off. I don't normally just go off on people, but I do set boundaries because of the traumas I have had. I never am rude to anyone. If anything, I'm overly polite. I know I need to sit down with his family if I want things to work, but I'm just stuck on if I want things to work. I feel so betrayed because not only does she know these things, I'm uncomfortable with her knowing, but I don't feel like I was stood up for. He even said at one point in the conversation, I was too stubborn and overreacting, sometimes agreeing to her point about me being insane. I know, all caps, Jerry will say I need to handle this with elegance. And I know I need to, but I'm very much torches and pit, pitchforks pissed. Well, the first conversation in my brain that I was having for her, it was not having a conversation with her with elegance. So I'm, okay. really, I'm really glad you thought that one. <laughs> but this one is a different deal. You know, we have so, so many different things going, a few different things going on. First of all, you have a guy that, is un, that has not grown up and he's still under the control of his parents. And, you know, just imagine being, you know, 20 years down the road. Uh, seasoned with your husband, your own life. Imagine just for a moment that you lived four states away. So your mom is, your mother-in-law is not part of your daily life. Yeah. The boundary is four states. That makes a difference in a marriage where you guys need to, you know, work between each other and you don't have this other dynamic go, go, going around. I understand probably and maybe I don't, but I'm going to assume that he was trying to defend whatever your behavior is, that he is not going to argue with his mom about the behavior. He's going to try to accept, well, you know, she had some issues. She had this happen to her. Yeah. And we got to be a little compassionate. Mom cut some slack. He was doing whatever he could do to try to uh, explain away whatever his mother's concerns were. The answer was he wasn't bold enough or, or have enough respect to say, Mom, this doesn't involve you. There's right. a boundary here. Yeah. And as much as I love you, there's boundaries. Now, the interesting thing is having an argument with his mom 
in, in respect to protecting him is a no-win situation for you. Your son better have enough shoulder, these things. Right there. Those, these things, to handle his own problems. Yes. And you need to allow him to do that. You can't be fighting your husband's battles with his mother. I mean, it's as bad as she trying to fight his battles with you. For, there's, there's a boundary. Let him handle his own mother. Don't, don't get involved. He, if she wants to go beat, beat the shit out of him verbally by saying stuff, he has two choices. One, have a discussion. He can have the, he could be the one to have the, the, uh, the correct conversation with his mother. Not you. You don't have to do it. So my answer for you is stay out of the way of the relationship that he has to battle with his mom. Don't don't fight his battles. Let him fight them himself. And if he wants to be whipped by his mom, just the only thing that's going to happen, you're going to say two things to him. Honey, I'm not going to fight your battle, but I might lose respect. I I might have a respect issue for you. If, if you're going to allow her to continue to deal with this, I'm not going to go between you and your mom. It's up to you, but it's a problem. And counseling for you guys is probably really important because you're so young yes. that you need to have a professional kind of sit back and maybe be a structural uh, architect with you, an engineer, to kind of show you how to deal with some of these different issues going on. Because... You really do need to have some framework to, to protect your own marriage because she is in the middle of all this shit. And it's going to, it, it, look, it's obviously affecting, it's affecting your sex life. It's it affecting is obvi- everything. It's, a, it's affecting every aspect of, of your relationship. And your intimacy is what's being, is, is where it's coming out. He, he violated intimacy with you by disclosing. So it may not be a battle on his end. He may not even be seeing it as a battle. There's just a lot of dysfunction going on here and you're doomed. Yeah. If you guys don't get a grip on it for each other between you and him. And so you can have the conversation with him and say, you know, sweetie, what is the importance of our relationship to you at this point? Do you want to see us succeed? Or do you want to see us fail? Yeah. And it's that simple because if you want to see it succeed, we have to get guidelines what works for our marriage that doesn't involve your mother's input and how to go to your mom and let her know that this is not going to work. She doesn't have to come to your therapy sessions. She doesn't belong there. Yeah, right. She it, has her own. This this is basically between you and your husband and your life, your bond, your relationship, your circle of of what it is between you the nucleus of you and him period and let him deal with her yeah you deal with your family and set those guidelines yes well and i can see how you're saying he's trying to like be the pinball in between and like explain things away Mm -hmm. so obviously i don't think you can't be directly mad at him for things that other people say. You can't control everyone. But I just think about if I were in this position and a partner's parent said, oh, she just looks like a bitch and that pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I feel like that crosses a line where it's like, all right, 
um, I don't think we're ever going to be cool, but we're just going to have to go forward like that. But then when it gets to the point where she's saying, sometimes the husband is agreeing to her point about being insane and he's kind of going along with this. That is what you need to start deciphering in counseling to know, do I want to move forward? Because if that comes out in counseling as like, yes, he actually agrees or he's just trying to like put the blanket on the fire or something, Mm -hmm. you really got to figure that out because you need someone who stands up for you and like has your back because it's like the betrayal you're feeling. That's, that's literally what well, it, it is. is. It, it is betrayal. Yes. Yeah. No, I, the, you, the two of you definitely have to go for boundary for counseling with boundaries to understand how to deal with this stuff and how he, he needs to go to deal with, he may have to have counseling with, between him and his mom. Doesn't involve you, but she's got to learn where the relation, where, where, where the boundary is, where she's allowed to come into your marriage and he's got to be able to be able to stand up and say, not allowed, mom. And if this is the behavior, you know, this is, this is our door. You're not coming through that threshold. I see that a lot of it's talking about you have, you have a kid and now you're trying for you guys are trying for one. And it might be worth going and doing this counseling and figuring out some of this before you keep trying. Absolutely. Because if this thing is going to, going to bail out, it's got to bail out now. Like you got to really like, this is priority. Number one, this is figure this out no matter what. Now ask me, do I think it's savable? Do you think it's savable? Absolutely. Which, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's safe, it, it's possible. The only thing that, I mean, I don't, I'm not telling her to cash in or tell, but I definitely know that they have to become a couple, a nucleus of two. A team. A team of two and not a team of three because she is just not. I don't even see it as a team of three right now. I see it as a team of two and then her. Well, let's, let's talk about our relationship. Okay. Like ours. Yeah, let's talk about yours and my relationship. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, do have you noticed that I've come in and trying to manipulate and and have conversations with you where I I've you know bashed Morgan in front of you or bat or try to manipulate her relation not to be around you or you know all this shit. This is any of this come into our relationship? No, I'd be shocked. No that'd way, be, that'd be crazy. No way. Imagining like you pulling me aside, like, hey, um. Yeah, I would just be like, what? I'd be like, is this a prank? No, I'm a parent that realizes one thing. You and you and Morgan have your relationship. Whatever levels that, that is, that's your relationship. And I respect the two of you, and I let you guys go f- function in your life. Mistakes or no mistakes, you guys get to go do it and experience it because that's what life is. This mom is not playing that game. Yeah. She's not playing by those rules. Those are the rules she needs to play by. She gets to watch you guys have your life. She gets to enjoy watching you guys succeed, you know, skin your knees, get back up, do your thing. That's what we do as parents. We don't get involved by starting to manipulate everybody. Yeah. Well, and that's if she and her husband can come back together. Well, she'll come back together with her husband if her husband wants to. Right. And he, look- this is, that's why you need to go to counseling and, and yeah. have someone help you guide 
to fix some of this stuff. But the bottom line is that if they don't, if if he doesn't get on point to recognize what a what a mature uh, adult would 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 be with his spouse, yeah, then they're then they're doomed. Yeah. So there you go. I you didn't have to go do the converse. The uh, what was what was elegance. the word? The elegance. There was no elegance involved with you and her. <laughs> she knows you though. She does. So let us know how it goes. All right. Uh, number three. Yes. Hi, Jerry, Morgan, and Justin. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to read this. I'll start by introducing the situation. I, 20 female, have a partner, 20 male, and a son, one male. We've been together for six years, and in that period of time, I've had many unpleasant experiences with my in-laws. For the first four years, they had nothing to do with my partner, so I didn't have any kind of relationship with them other than in passing. His mother kicked him out of their home at 13 and never made much of an effort after that. No text or calls on his birthday, etc. They sure did remember to call when they needed something, though. The only time they ever got in touch is if they needed money or a favor. Fast forward to my pregnancy. We didn't have a lot of money during this time, but decided we would do a gender reveal. We decided to keep it small to save on costs. However, it was made clear to my partner that he could invite his family if that's what he wanted. He said no and appeared to get annoyed at my many attempts to push the idea, so I dropped it. Well, they found out about the gender reveal and absolutely slandered me, calling me rude, selfish, etc., I couldn't fathom the fact that they were abusing me, 35 weeks pregnant at this point, and had nothing to say to my partner. Come to the labor, my mother-in-law tried to guilt me into having her in my laboring room, and when I refused, because I don't have a close relationship with her, I wasn't comfortable with that, she decided to take it out on my partner. Our son went through the ringer when he was born, surgery, time in the NICU, etc., she wouldn't come see either of them for two weeks after being born. One, because I wouldn't allow her in the birth. Two, because we asked people not to kiss him after coming home as he'd had major surgery and no immune system. When she finally did come around, she brought lunch for everyone and just so happened to forget mine. She sat there and judged the way we were doing things with our son to a point where I had to leave the room so I didn't say something that couldn't be taken back. She took that opportunity to kiss my son all over his face whilst my partner sat there and did nothing about it, even though he knew that was my boundary. Small things like that have continued over the past year and a half, and I'm almost at my boiling point. Because my partner and I got together so young and eventually had a son, we've never been in a position to splurge with money. So for the past few years, we've been saving and planning a romantic getaway out of the country. Now, all caps, they're trying to make plans to crash that. I thought it was a joke at first, but I was sorely mistaken. They continue to do things to make us fight. Parentheses, I tried my best not to let that happen as I know it's what they want but it works. I can't say anything to him about his family without it blowing up. I'm stuck. He doesn't stand up for me. And I'm unsure whether or not it's because he actually is completely oblivious or he just doesn't feel comfortable doing so. 
I'd quite happily go no contact myself. However, I would like my son to have some kind of relationship with them. I just don't know what to do. Any advice would be appreciated. Well, this, you, you got to go back and let's let's rewind this a little bit. Yeah, there is there's a lot here. There is dysfunction in this family back when he was 13 and kicked out of the house. Okay, there, there's all kind of wacko stuff here. He's affected by all this stuff. First, and number two, he's young. We're yeah. going back to the same thing. Everyone here is young. You know, things happen with seasoning of, of, of going through these experiences in age where you realize that your parents are one place and where you guys are in a different place. And sometimes at 20, you guys haven't, people haven't figured it out yet because it's, you haven't gone through a lot of the process. I mean, the fact that he was kicked out at 13, you think he went through separation, that he was able to say, look, these people are, are over here. This is where I am. I've made it all on my own at, from the age of 13. Yeah. I mean, go back. You're a kid at 13. You're still riding your bike. I mean, you're skinning your knees playing baseball with your buddies. Right. This is a, a whole different mindset. I do believe that this, you know, this couple needs to, you know, have some kind of parental or adult supervision if it is a uh, a positive going to counseling where someone can kind of bring this stuff out and and show him and talk to him about it. Yeah, I mean, if he hasn't, um, if he hasn't, and far and the only one that can deal with his mom is his mom. It's not her. She late. She can certainly, you know, try try to say her, you know her boundaries, but it's evident this woman doesn't listen to it. So the only way that, that, that she has to have the support of her husband yeah. or it, the, her, the only way that she can control it is say, you're not respecting my wishes. I, this woman's making is crossing my boundaries. You're not helping the situation. As far as I'm concerned, I'm out of here. Yeah. I know. I mean, that was I need, the direct I need like, a, example. I, I need a partner that's going to back me up and have my back. Who is my partner? I mean, what is a partner in my, the way that I see a partner is someone that is your, your, your who's got your back. It's, it's your partner. It's hand it's in hand. Team. It's your team. I mean, if you were in business and you had a partner that didn't respect you and was doing all this other shit in business, how long would you stay in business with that, right. that that individual? Right. I don't think too long. And if you guys went to if you guys went to partner counseling and 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 the counselor couldn't couldn't bring to the other person to say, look, I mean, you guys both bring something to the table. If you guys can't respect one another and trust one another, then I would say, you know, end your business and go, you know, one of you buy the other one out and go on forward. Yeah. So that's where she's at with this. Well, and it's like, you can't, you can't let your boundaries slip, right? So you set boundaries for a reason. And when they're crossed, it, there's no like justifying it's, it's crossed. This is black and white. This is a binary thing. It's no gray. Another little, uh, bit she puts in here. They are the kind of people that drink most nights of the week expect others to do things for them mm -hmm. and feel like they're owed something. They're constantly pushing my partner around and he lets them. I feel like I'm with an awkward in-between of a man-child partner who can't stand up for himself, let alone the family he's created. 
They often ask to have my son overnight without us, but do not practice safe sleep and think it's okay to get drunk in my son's presence. A big no in my book. I say you hold your guns. You're again, you are dealing with 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 people that are dysfunctional. And because of that, all the rules that he would like to believe that he could do with his parents and trust him and he couldn't trust them with it. They, he realizes he couldn't even trust them with, with him. Yeah. So he's got, I mean, someone's got to be pointed out to him that, that the spots on this leopard doesn't change. They are who they are. Mm-hmm. And it is your job as parents to protect your kids from being abused. He was abused. He's an abused kid. He's affected. Yeah. And it's, that's simple. Well, she's got it pretty clear in her head because she says, my ideal outcome would be to have my in-laws genuinely care about us and and for them to not walk all over us. But somehow I don't think that will ever happen. Well, it is really important that you recognize that these people probably are never going to change. It, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And you just need to be the... You're, you're the guiding light here. And you have to point out to him, you're not being, you're not trying to be mean. This is just your job as a parent to make sure that your kid together is protected because this is what they did to you. Right. And they haven't gotten help for it. They are who they are. And I recognize that they are going to be in our life, but we have to monitor the way that this goes on. Yeah. Yeah, and so she just says, I'd, I'd love some advice on how to explain to my partner that what they've done and continue to do hurts me and that I need to feel like he's on my side and going to stand up for us when these situations arise. And she may have to point out to them, but more than that it hurts her, that they're hurting her, that they've actually hurt him. I don't know if it'll ever get through to them, though. It's I No, think, no, no, not them she has to explain that to her husband that they hurt him. Yeah. And he may not see it that way. And sometimes he may, but it's really important that he does see that. And he, it's their job as parents to protect their son from this. Yeah. And basically it's supervised, it's supervised visitation for them. Yeah. It really is what it is. I think we're at another couple's counseling situation. It's more than that. It's even more than that couple counseling along with it. It's, this is a defining fact that there's no negotiation on this. Yeah. And he's yeah. got, he's got to jump on board and, and get clear himself what's going on here. And look again, they're young. I got it, but they're, this is not a negotiable deal. He is a parent and their job is to protect their own family. And that's his wife and, and their child, period. Yeah. And not to go say, oh, mom, it's okay during COVID to go kiss this, you know, immune compromised kid. He knew. He just didn't do anything. And it's, hey, non-negotiable. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Number four. All right. Hi, I am a 23-year-old female and definitely need some Jerry advice. Right now, I'm attending grad school and I have a long distance boyfriend who I've been dating for almost three years. My goal is that after graduation from grad school, 
I would like to move in with him to where he lives. The main problem is where my parents, more my mom than my dad, come in. As my boyfriend would say, my mom has ye to cut the umbilical cord with me, which I can't disagree with. My mom and I do have a very strong relationship and I appreciate her a lot, but when it comes to the idea of me moving out and living farther away, a different side of her comes out. I had a battle with my parents after undergrad graduation because I was wanting to go live with my boyfriend wherever I went. Unfortunately, my boyfriend could not find a good job in his field here where I go to grad school, and that is why we are separate for now. But when I was trying to have conversations with my parents about living with him, my mom would always say that I'm not ready for the real world. She always says she's not quite sure if my boyfriend will be able to take care of me. And she thinks that if we move in together, we are going to lose all our money and I'm going to get pregnant. Yeah, but it worked out in her favor for now. But I still bring up the fact that my goal is to live with him. I want to move to him. I do not want to live in my hometown or even where I am right now. It's nice, but I like his area better. This drives my mom crazy because it is six hours away from them. My mom's problem is that she takes it way too personally. She says things like, can't believe you don't want to be with your family after all we have done for you. You're just going to ditch us and live with a stupid boy far away. You don't realize how expensive the real world is. You two aren't going to be able to afford everything. You both need to live on your own before you live together, which doesn't make sense because we are doing that right now. If you go that far, we aren't coming to visit you. It's an inconvenience. And there's so much more. She manipulates me and says very demeaning things. She has also referred to me as a whore for wanting to live with my boyfriend and thinks I'm too stupid to be able to figure out my finances and get a job without their help. My dad has started to come around and realizes how insane it is for my mom to be like that. He does not mind that I live far away and has more confidence in me. The only thing they both agree on is an ultimatum they gave me. I owe them some money for helping me buy my car and helping me pay for my last semester in undergrad. Since my mom realized that I'm finally being strong and putting my foot down and saying it's my life and I will do what I want, she told me that I better give them all their money back before I graduate or they will take my car away. It's under their name. So now it sucks because I'm spending the whole summer and this school year working my ass off trying to pay the money. My mom thinks I can't do it. In my mom's perfect life, she says I won't be able to give them the money so I will have to move home for a year, work and live home for free, and then I can go do whatever the hell I want. I just need advice on what I can do, I guess, and make sure I'm not crazy or stubborn. It's about time that I move out and I want to be with my boyfriend so bad. He truly helps me and realizes my mom is toxic. He is supporting me as I hold three jobs right now while taking classes and has even said that if I have a small amount left, he will pay anything to get me out of that house. I still appreciate and love my parents, but it's the more petty and stubborn side of me says to pay off the money, enjoy the look on their face when I actually do it and keep my foot down as I leave. My mom says our relationship will definitely be impacted if I choose to live with him. So do I still put my foot down and let it ride on her that she is choosing to do this? 
I've dealt with it for so long and I don't have the effort or motivation to try a compromise. I don't even know what that would look like. What if I leave and they do break off communication? Is it one of those things where I'm bettering myself and letting toxic people leave? Or am I turning on two people who have sacrificed a lot for me to live my dreams and do what I want in life? Well, my gut feeling, and I'll, I, again, I don't know your parents, but I don't think your parents are going to turn their back on you when you leave. I think the only thing that it is is that you're going to have a lot more respect that you actually did what you're supposed to do. Pay them back if that was the deal. And then go on your merry way and build your life. Do I have the confidence in you? And I don't even know you. I have the confidence. Oh my in God. You. Yes. She's three jobs while taking, while going to school. There's no, this girl's a badass. There's, there's no doubt in my, and it goes right back to what I said. I respect that you guys process and you, and you're going to make your decision and whatever's going to happen, you're going to grow from it. But that's me. Your dad seems to have the same, the same feeling. Your mom is scared shitless that her that her little girl's going away and she's losing her Barbie doll. Yep. Sorry, mom. I'm not a Barbie doll. I'm a woman. And I'm growing and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to blossom and continue to blossom and I will make you proud. And you can take it any way you want. You want to use all this negativity? Go at it. But that's not the way I, I would like to have our relationship go right now. Yeah. I, w- I would like to have you be feel, feel proud and allow me to fly. And yeah, I may trip, but I'll be okay. And I, if I need you, if I trip, I hope you're there. And if you're not, it will be an experience that we won't be able to enjoy together. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of like the feeling that I, that I see it to be. Yeah. And that's the conversation I think that should, should the way it should come. And she can't argue with that. She can try to go pull her hair out, but you really can't argue with that with that statement, right? Well, I mean, it, she's already <laughs> she's already said all the ridiculous statements, right? It's all bullshit. So, you in, in the statement I just made, you've covered it all. Yeah, I may fail, and I hope you're there to to share that experience with me and to, to allow me to get up and try again. Yeah, because in everyone's resume of success, there is failure. Everyone's failed. And who the ones who haven't, bless, I have no idea how they pulled it off. But, yeah. you know, the reality is that, yeah, you know, we, we make mistakes, but we grow from it. And it will make you a better person and stronger. Well, and I just, this episode's making me so proud of our listeners and our write-ins because they are, I mean, I, just from reading this, you can tell it's, very well thought out. It's mm-hmm. very methodical. They took the time mm-hmm. to not react emotionally. They're thinking through every part of it. And in the, there's just a little additional info. My mom is truly a great person. She mm-hmm. didn't start this behavior until my boyfriend and I were becoming serious and talking about living together, getting married, having kids. She can be very mean and inconsiderate when talking about my boyfriend. The psychologist in me knows it stems from jealousy. Mm -hmm. Someone is taking her baby girl away, Mm -hmm. but I feel like she has taken it to an excessive level. It's just what we just said. And it's only pushing me away more and more. So, I mean, it's just, it's cool to see these listeners, these write-ins pulling it all together, even though they have some doubts. 
you know, if I make this choice, what happens? You know, that's natural. But I think you got it. You got it right there. Mm-hmm. You know exact. You know what the choice she, is. She she already knows the answer. And just just go for it. Don't all these all the questions you have at the end of your write in. Those are very legitimate concerns, and I feel you. But I I also feel like you'll never regret making like going forward doing this thing. You must do it. Yeah. It's just part of developing and growing, and it, and it and it, the sad thing is that kids do separate from their parents. There's a separation thing where they can fight to separate. They can go an easier separation. It it a lot of it it's it it depends on the parties and how yeah. and how tolerant the parties are with one another as they do it. Yeah, you know, I mean, Morgan is a very independent woman. And as she's going and doing, you know, forward in her life and doing things and growing, you know, she's very protective of her decision, her choices. I back up, I let her make her choices and decisions. And I just say, wherever you need me, yeah, I'll be there. Well, and you also offer your opinions, which is healthy too. But once I'll offer my opinion. Right. And if it's not taken, you're like, it's, it's more of a take it or leave it. Yeah. It, it's a thought. Yeah. And. I'm there to help you with it. And if you don't like it, do your thing. And, yeah. and I don't do any of this, you know, I, you owe me or I'm your parent and you got to listen to me. And I'm the God of, of, of I'm the God of your creation. It's yeah. just, that doesn't come out of my mouth. I, I want my kids to experience and grow. And the, the thing is, is that she's not afraid to take chances. This, this chick is, She'll take her chances. And in the same way as that you are willing to take your chances, that's living life. Yeah. So go live life. Take your chances. No, no, look at it responsibly, which is what you've done. And go do it. And, yep. I, and I think that you guys will be fine. I agree. Okay. So thanks for showing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week's show. Thanks so much for for allowing us into your home and sharing your stories with us. And we're going to do two Patreons. Double header. Double header. And um, come join us and see what what we have to say. It's on the same topic? Yep. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep going. come, come, Come see the next two on Patreon and have a great week and we'll see you next week. 